As I just get ready to share with you the word of the Lord for 2009, here's what I want us to do. You know, one of the things that I, I like to do is after I bring the word of the Lord, during the course of the year, I like to see it happening in the lives of people. One thing that I do is I say, what percentage of the people in the church are really experiencing that word? So I like to see that. I like to see. Um, and what I want us as a church to become more and more prophetic in nature, meaning more keen to hearing from God, of course, the accurate word of God. I'm not just saying things that people make up, but more and more keen to hear what the Spirit of God is saying and move in that direction. Amen? Whether it's for your individual life, whether it's for what you're doing in your work and workplace and so on, in your individual life and as a corporate body, we should become more prophetic, more keen to what the Lord, the Spirit of God is saying to us. Amen? I want us to become more and more prophetic, a church that's really keen, that is hearing the now word of God. This is not to negate the written word of God. We highly value the written word of God. And every prophetic word must be assessed and must be evaluated by the written word of God. The written word of God is a gold standard. But at the same time, we need the now word of God because the written word of God does not tell you what to do right now. It doesn't tell you whom to marry, what to do with your job, etc., etc., etc. So those decisions, everyday decisions, you must be sensitive, very prophetic, hearing from the Spirit of God. Amen? And also balance the word of God. When in moments when, God, when you're not hearing from heaven, you walk by the word of God, the written word of God. So we need both and we give higher importance to the counsel, the written word of God. But I want us to become more keen to the prophetic word and uh, what God is saying. You know, when God speaks uh, to us prophetically, either as an individual or as a congregation, it's a revelation of God's intent, meaning this is what God wants to do in your life. It's a God expressing his intent for you, his intent for me. But we must follow through. We must align ourselves to it and press in and say, God, if you've spoken it, then I want to receive it. Amen. So God expressing his intent, but you and I must press through and pursue it and receive it for our, ourselves. And in giving the word of the Lord for 2009, I am not saying that this is the only thing that God is going to do amongst us. Right? But in giving the word of the Lord, what, what are we trying to do? We are trying to understand what is God predominantly going to be doing in, amongst us. Right? Because God is going to be doing many other things. He's going to continue as he has been. He's going to continue working in all of our lives. But the word of the Lord puts its finger and says, this is the predominant thing that God is going to do amongst us as a body in 2009. And so we must be ready for it. And we must be open to it and move in that direction. So here's what I believe is, is God speaking to us as a church family. You know, Jesus has a word for every church. When he spoke to the seven churches in the book of Revelation chapter 2 and 3, he had a specific word for each of those churches. And so as a pastor, I need to hear and say, what is God saying to all people's church? And those who are connected to us as a church family, what is God saying to us? And this is what I want to bring to us here right now as the word of the Lord for 2009. For 2009, the word of the Lord is this, that it is your year to break through into destiny. It is your year to break through into destiny. And I want to explain. Take the rest of the time here this morning, this morning to explain what God is saying. It is your year to break through into destiny. What do we mean by destiny? By destiny we mean it's your life's purpose. 
It's your primary assignment in life. It's the fullness of your calling. So this year will be your breaking through into the fullness of your calling, into your life's assignment. Amen. 2009 will be your year to break through into destiny, into that which is your life's purpose. Let me illustrate it with people from the Bible. You know, Joseph was a man, um, God spoke to him as a young man. And gave him this dream saying, you know, Joseph, you know, you know the dreams of Joseph, two dreams that Joseph had, the sun and the moon, the eleven stars is bobbing down to him, the, all the, 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 the plants or the, the, the sheaves of his brothers bobbing down to him. That was God's destiny for his life. Meaning, this is your life's assignment. This is the fullness of your calling, Joseph. Now, you know the story of Joseph. He was sold uh, as a slave, but God's hand was on him. God gave him great favor in Potiphar's house. Joseph was, a, was such a man of influence in Potiphar's house. Potiphar said, Joseph, everything in my house is yours. And Joseph took care of Potiphar's house, but that was not his assignment. It was part of the journey. That was not his life's calling. It was part of the journey. Everything was going great in Potiphar's house. Joseph could have retired in Potiphar's house, but that was not God's assignment for his life. That was not his destiny, the way I'm using that word destiny. Now, he, you know what happened there? He got put into prison. In prison, he had such favor. In prison, the keeper of the prison came and gave him the keys and said, you're the boss here. You take over. Even there, he had favor. And wonderful things were happening even in the prison. But that was not his life's assignment. That was not the fullness of his calling. That was just part of the journey. But then came a day when Joseph moved from the prison to being the prime minister. That's 2009. That's 2009. It's the year of breakthrough into your destiny. That's the year, 2009, when Joseph moved from... He, everything was going fine in the prison. He could have retired in the prison. But no, his assignment was still ahead of him. And in that one day, he went from being a prisoner to being a prime minister. He entered in. He broke through into his destiny, into his life's assignment, into God's primary assignment for his life. And that's 2009. But remember this, he had a lot of work ahead of him. Becoming prime minister is one thing, but he had to navigate through seven years of plenty and then seven years of famine and then on through the years after that. Amen? But that was, he spent the majority of his life in his primary assignment doing what God had called him to do all the others were preparatory so 2009 is a year of breaking through into your primary assignment are we all clear on that now listen to what Psalm 105 says you know it says in verses 17 to 22 it says that God sent a man before them Joseph he was sold as a slave they hurt his feet with fetters he was laid in irons until the time that his, that God's word came. Until the time that the word of the Lord came to him. And the word of the Lord tested him. See, God tests us. Everything was going well, but Joseph was still going through a test. Amen. He was being tested, prepared, getting ready for his primary assignment. And then it says, the king sent and released him. In a day, the ruler, and made him the ruler, the ruler of the people let him go free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his possessions to bind his princes at his pleasure and teach his elders wisdom. So 2009, the time 
the set time for you to step in to your destiny has come. This year is that year. Amen. Think about other people in the Bible. Think about Moses. You know the story of Moses. 40 years being raised up in Pharaoh's house. Well trained. He could have retired there. But that was not his final assignment. That was not his destiny. It was just part of the journey. Then he made some mistakes. Off to the wilderness. 40 years. But that was again not his final destination. He was happy. Taking care of sheep. Enjoying life maybe. But then he had an encounter. The burning bush. That was his breakthrough. Into his destiny. 80 years gone. But God's never too late. Amen. Moses must have been wondering, God, 80 years of my life, God's never too late. The burning bush came at the right time. It was his breakthrough into divine destiny. Think about David. He was anointed by Samuel to be the king of Israel. Maybe as a teenage boy. We don't know the exact age. Maybe 15, maybe 17. Let's say 17. And, you know, and, and, but he was a shepherd. God was training him as a shepherd. He was a great musician. He had a reputation of being a talented musician. And then Samuel came and anointed him to be king. But you know what happened to David after he killed Goliath? He had to spend the next five to six years hiding in caves. But then when he was 23, so a few people recognized him. They made him king of Judah. Now David could have been satisfied being king of Judah. But that was not his primary assignment. That was not the fullness of his calling. That was not his life's calling. That was only part of the journey. Amen. Then seven years later, at the age of 30, all Israel came to him and said, you be king over us. And one day there was a breakthrough into his destiny. That's 2009. The year when people will come and say, you be this over us. It's the year of breaking through into destiny. The same thing with Paul. He had a wonderful encounter. He was probably 33 years of age when he had an encounter with the Lord Jesus. He gave his life to the Lord. Jesus said, you're my chosen vessel. You're going to bear my name before kings and rulers and authorities. And I'm going to send you to the Gentiles. The next 17 years, Paul was, nobody knows what happened. Except that he was preaching and doing some kind of ministry. Nothing very much known during the next 17 years. But then what happened? He was brought to Antioch. And in Antioch, the word of the Lord came. Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work I've called them to do. A breaking through into his primary assignment to be an apostle. Amen. But all the years went, God was preparing. So some of you, all these years, God has been preparing you. 2009, he's going to release you. Some of you have been tested like Joseph. 2009, you will take your seat. Amen. This is the year. Of breaking through into your destiny. For some of you, you will see the wilderness years are over. And you will cross over Jordan this year. You will step into your destiny. Some of you will go from just loving God. To both loving and serving God. You were called to serve him. And this will break forth on you this year. This is you breaking through into your destiny. Now. How is this going to happen? How will it come? Listen very carefully to this. How is this going to come? And I want to say this with, 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 you know, I want to put a lot of weight on what I'm going to say right now. Because there are moments of destiny which you must not miss. 
The Bible talks about Kairos moments, a door of opportunity. If you miss that door, you miss what God wants to do through you on the earth. Let me give you some examples from history. Many of you know Marco Polo because you probably swim and you play the game Marco Polo, right? But here's the true story. Marco Polo was uh, born to a trader and uh, later he became an explorer. This was, uh, you know, way back in the 1200s. He lived between 1254 to 1324, so it's a long time before the Reformation itself. And uh, he was one of the first people, one of the first Westerners to travel through the Silk Road into China. And when he came in to China, he, he came to, it was, at that time it was known as Dadu, which is presently Beijing, China. So Marco Polo traveled all the way from Italy. He came in through the Silk Road. He came to Beijing, China. And he reached, he met with Kublai Khan, who was the emperor of China at that time. And God, had, and I'm using the word God, but really, uh, the emperor, Kublai Khan, received Marco Polo and his, uh, and his uh, team there. And uh, here's what he did. The Khan requested Marco Polo to take with him a letter back to Italy. And he requested for 100 priests to come to China and to teach Christianity to all his people. One moment of destiny. Marco Polo carried that letter. An invitation for 100 priests to come. An invitation by Kublai Khan, the emperor. Send 100 priests. Let them come and teach Christianity to my people. Marco Polo carried the letter back with him to Pope Gregory the 10th. That was in 1271. But at that time, there was some sort of election going on and... Uh, by the time Pope Gregory received this letter requesting him to send a hundred missionaries and some oil from Jerusalem, this was the second part of the request, he sent two priests. Two priests. And these priests started on their journey back with Marco Polo to go back to Beijing. But half the way they quit and they returned back to Italy. And today, China is what it is. Because that moment of destiny was missed. Imagine what would have happened if 100 priests had gone and brought Christianity to China. There was an open invitation by the emperor. Send 100 priests. Let them come and teach my people Christianity. That moment of destiny gone. When I read this story, I cried. God, if only people had caught that that moment of destiny, China would be a Christian nation today. The world's largest nation. There's another example of the General Douglas MacArthur, the United States. This was in World War II. After Pearl Harbor and he conquered Japan, he led the Allied forces overthrew Japan. He was the, the general, the chief of the army, of the Allied forces. He led, conquered Japan. All of Japan now was under his control. Now he was an Episcopalian. And he sent word back. And this is well known. He sent word back to America saying. Send 1,000 missionaries now to Japan. And we will make it a Christian country. This was in 19, 
41. God had positioned him. I know it was war and maybe he, you know, his own life may not be great. But yet there was some spark in him. Something like King Cyrus said. Why did he say, tell the Jews to go back to Jerusalem? I don't know why this general would want to say, send a thousand missionaries today to Japan. I don't know why, but he did it. But somehow the church was very slow in responding. I don't know exactly how many people went. Some statistics say 300 people went. Some statistics say 1,000 went. Teachers. But what kind of people? They sent teachers. They sent social workers. They sent evangelists. Would to God they had sent businessmen. People who would position themselves on the seven mountains. They would have captured the nation of Japan. It was a moment of destiny. And the church failed to respond correctly. Today... Less than half percent of the Japanese people are Christian. But in 1941, there was an opportunity, a window of opportunity to impact that whole nation for Jesus Christ. Amen. So this is what we mean by moment of destiny. God will create moments of destiny in 2009 for you and for me and for us as a church. But we must recognize it and not let it pass us by. Amen. When you see that opportunity. Go for it. Because God is. That moment of destiny. Is your breakthrough. It's for you. To step into your life's calling. There will be other ways that God does this. There will be invitations and recognition. There will be opportunities. There will be transition or change. Some of us will be swept into. God's destiny for our lives. Some of us may have to press into it. To pressing in to God's destiny, purposefully pressing in to what you know is God's destiny for your life. If you look at the men of God that we referred to, Joseph, his gift opened the way. God had put within him one gift, the ability to interpret dreams. And that gift opened the way, causing a breakthrough into his destiny. For Moses, it was an encounter with God that released him into his destiny. For David, people recognized him and came and made him king. Paul, it was a word of the Lord, a prophetic word that released him into his destiny. So God will do it in several different ways. But you must recognize that moment when God is doing it for your life. Whichever method God may use, whether it's a prophetic word, whether it's somebody coming and talking to you, whether it's an opportunity, whether it's you being swept into it, whether you're having a divine encounter with God, you must recognize that moment, that Kairos moment to step in. To your destiny. Don't let it pass you by. So here's what I want us to do right now. I want you to take the next few moments. To write down the breakthroughs you need. In your life. To step in to your destiny. If you have a paper. If you have a journal. You have a diary. You can do that. Or if you need paper. You just lift your hand up. Our ushers will come and give you a blank sheet of paper. And you can write in it. In case we don't have enough then just tear that sheet and share with somebody else. But I want you to take a few moments right now to write down the breakthroughs you need for you to step in to your life's calling. Write it down. Then we're going to pray. And then in December of this year, I want you to open it or pray over it throughout the year. But in December, I want you to look at what you wrote tonight and see if God has not answered Every one of those things that you've written. So date it on your, in your diary, in your journal, or on this plain piece of paper that people are passing around. 
put the date January 1, 2009 and you write the word of the Lord breakthrough into destiny these are the breakthroughs I need and you write down some of you might be marriage some of you might be finances some of you might be something that's professional something professional in your studies some uh, in your work some of you might be students you may need to have admission in the right place you need direction some of you may need healing maybe that's a that's the thing that you need so that you can be released into your calling maybe it's a salvation of loved ones and family members whatever it is write one or more of them down right now don't copy your neighbors it may not be the same but take the time to write what's in in your heart what have you been praying about and saying god i really need a breakthrough in this area of my life write it down here tonight after we finish writing we're going to pray and release god's anointing to see make this happen here in our lives in 2009 may have one you may have more just write all of them down just number them and say okay one this for this and two this this is what i believe god i need a breakthrough in these areas so that I can be released in the fullness of the call that you have for my life. And then begin to see in the course of 2009 how God takes off the limitations. How God takes off the ceiling. It may be a prison. Joseph was in it. But it was nothing for God to take him out of it. There was a breakthrough and he was out in a day. Moses was in the wilderness. It was nothing for God to take him out of the wilderness. Set him before Pharaoh. David was in the caves. There's nothing for God to take him out of the caves and make him king of Judah and then later king of all Israel. Paul was a nobody out in Tarsus. He was not in the news. He was not on the front page of the Christian magazine. But there was nothing for God to take him out of isolation and launch him into the call and the assignment that God had for Paul's life. So write those things down. Say, God, these things have to be dealt with in my life in 2009. So that I can be released, Lord, into my assignment. You can just sit down and keep writing. But otherwise, let's stand up. And we're going to take some time to pray right now. Why don't we all stand to our feet if you're done writing. Or if you're not done, just go home and finish writing. And just, you know, put it before the Lord. But I want to pray over us here tonight. And uh, just declare the word of the Lord into our lives here tonight. Amen. 2009, breaking through into destiny. Are you ready for it? To be launched into your primary assignment in life to be released into the fullness of your calling in 2009. Amen. Let's pray. I want you to just believe God for those, those breakthroughs that, that you wrote down or maybe you have it mentally and you can write it down later. But I want you to just believe God right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we as a church from here, come on, everybody praying, everybody praying, just pray this word of the Lord for your own life. Everybody just praying, praying. Don't just wait for me to pray. Everybody lift up your voice to the Lord. Pray out loudly. Pray in the spirit. Pray with strength. Go ahead. Pray the word of the Lord over your own life to, the, right now. Pray the word of the Lord over 2009 right now. Pray with strength. Pray boldly. Open your mouth. Pray loud. Just be bold. Father, tonight we just join our hearts together. And Lord, we declare that according to your word... 2009 will be a year of breaking through into our destiny, into the fullness of the call that you have upon each one of us, into the primary assignment, Lord God, into the 
into our life's purpose, Lord God, that you will set up circumstances, you will order situations, Lord, that we will be moved into that position, we will be moved into that place, Lord, that every limiting factor will be removed out of the way, every ceiling that is hindering us will be taken out of the way, that we will be launched, we will be released, we will be moved in, Lord, to the fullness of the call of God upon our lives. Lord God, whatever people have written down tonight, Lord, we bear it. We pray that you will take note of it, O oh God, that this year, God, there will be a breakthrough in each and every one of those areas in the name of Jesus. In the, in the name of Jesus, I speak the word of the Lord upon your life, into your present and into your future, into every situation, into every circumstance, declaring that in 2009, you will break through into your destiny, into your life's purpose, into God's assignment for your life, into God's primary calling, into the fullness of your calling. I release the word of the Lord and declare in your circumstances, in your situations you will break through in your finances you will break through in your marriage in your family you will break through in your job in your career you will break through in your studies you will break through you will see the hand of the Lord moving you into the fullness of your calling into your primary assignment into God's plan into God's assignment for your life I declare it into your life in Jesus name and Lord we send we ask that you will send forth ministering spirits Lord send forth your mighty angels to go ahead of us Lord God to order our circumstances to order our situations to position people to position resources to position things Lord God so that we will break through Lord God into what you have ordained for our lives Father God I also pray that you'll release keenness of hearing oh God upon us that God our ears will be in tune with you so that God when those moments of destiny come to us we will be able to see it and capture it oh God that we will not let it go by in the name of Jesus release the spirit of wisdom upon us that we may know how and discern how to act correctly oh God how to respond correctly that we will capture the moments of destiny that you send into our lives release the spirit of wisdom upon us release keenness of hearing of God that we might hear from you that we might capture those moments of destiny that it will not pass us by oh God Lord God let nations be affected oh God let nations be affected, God. Lord, raise up people like Marco Polo, God. Anointed, born again, spiritual, devil-chasing, tongue-talking, Bible-believing Marco Polos from this church, oh God. Who will go and be able to unlock nations for you, oh God. Raise up mighty generals, oh God. Who will be able to say, this nation is ready to be saved. Raise up such people, oh God. Who will be able to unlock territories for you. Who will be able to unlock... Lord, groups and people groups, cities and towns and villages and nations for your kingdom, O oh God. Lord, let this year be a year when you will raise up such people amongst us. Raise up such people amongst us, Lord. The Marco Polos, O oh God. The pioneers, O oh God. The generals of God's army. Raise them up, O oh God. That we will be able to take territory for the kingdom of God. We ask that you will do it, O oh God. We ask that you will do it. Can you pray for yourself right now and say, God, I'm ready to be used. 
I'm ready to be used, O oh God, to open up territory for you. I'm ready to be used, Lord God, to take towns, cities, communities, social groups for you, nations for you. I'm ready, God. Imagine God put on the hands of one man, Marco Polo, the keys to an entire nation. I believe he's doing the same thing in our day. He put on the hands of one man, the destiny of a nation. That man blew the trumpet call, but the church didn't respond. People got, didn't respond. They missed a moment of destiny. God forbid that it should happen again today. When nations, communities, cities and towns and villages are waiting. God places the key. It could be in your hands. God forbid that you waste that moment of destiny. Father, I pray that truly God in 2009, each one will break through into their destiny. And we pray this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's give God a good off, clap offering tonight. And then we will dismiss from here. God bless you. Thank you for being here tonight.